Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, listeners, to the PPC, the Paparazzi Podcast. This is Mark. To my right, Jeremy. How are you today, Jeremy? I'm good. It's a little chilly today, but uh, pretty uh, pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Um, Jeremy runs the Paparazzi Safari. From what I know of Jeremy, Jeremy, this is the first time we've met in person. We've talked to each other on the phone, but Jeremy reached out to me, thought that our content can uh, can kind of cross over. Um, I agreed and now we're sitting down and talking about it. Uh, as far as I know, Jeremy comes from TMZ in the early days and now he runs a service called the Paparazzi Safari, a tour service, uh, around Beverly Hills in West Hollywood. And, uh, and we'll get into all that, but, uh, thanks for coming on, Jeremy. A pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thanks. So as we start with any new guest origin story, man, where'd you come from? What'd you do? Well, I came from, uh, St. Louis, Missouri but I uh, came to Los Angeles, or at least to California in 2003, trickled down to the valley, and then in like 2009, I got a job parking cars at Spago, uh-huh. right on uh, Cannon and Wilshire, and um, I was there for about a year and a half, and it was there that I met um, a lot of TMZ guys. I met uh, Yori, I met Maurice, I met a couple other guys, and uh, at first I was just like, you know, I had that stigma, I'm just like, oh, I would never like, you know, want to ask celebrities questions and like you know like uh that's so like uncouth and i thought like you know i'd rather just be like you know a a shy meek civil servant but then after parking uh, cars and like you know and i was just like and i turned 30 and i was and i just thought you know what like i think anything's better than just getting their doors i'd rather be asking them questions than just getting their doors and um I just, you know, overheard that they were hiring because they, you know, have a very high turnaround at TMZ. And I just kind of put my name and were like, hey, if you know, you know they're hiring, like, let me know. I'd love to come in for an interview. And I did. And they kind of just uh, went on training. What year was this? This was in 2010. Okay. So, like, I, you know, I kind of knew, like, even then, my interactions with paparazzis beforehand, I... I remember in 2007, I saw a caravan chasing Britney Spears, and I just thought, this is the craziest thing ever. <laughs> do, you <laughs> reme- do you remember the caravan? Or like, Did you see it on the news, or did you see it past no, you? No, no, I was driving on like Mulholland and uh, Beverly Glen. Okay. And then just out of nowhere, 
10 cars just speeding by like it was a red light <laughs> and like you know i was just like dumbstruck i was just like what the hell yeah. is going on yeah that was an everyday thing for her too i might have been in that chase at that time because i got into a few back then mm-hmm. um and we've talked about on the podcast too that you you would either jump into it just to see how you would do in it you know because mm-hmm. it's like a nascar race pretty much yeah um so you just do it to have fun and maybe you would get pictures but sometimes you would just get pushed out and you'd lose the whole thing you know and besides that i would always see paparazzis at uh paris hilton's house when she lived on kings yeah okay because i was a uh, kind of like a what they call like a clinger or hanger on at the comedy store but like uh back in like 2006 2007 even like uh joe rogan would like give me a hundred dollars to make sure nobody scratched his barracuda oh, great so um, that's awesome yeah no it was a good it was a good time at the comedy store it was like the, what they called the dark ages but it was great for yeah a guy that just wanted to smoke dope and hang out yeah i, I listened to it. joe rogan's podcast he talks about that a lot mm-hmm. yeah that time the, the dark time you know oh yeah, yeah. No, it was a great time yeah, yeah 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 it was a good time then so you apply to tmz this is obviously brand new tmz's brand new they're just start Harvey, what, just had his original crew? It wasn't brand new, though. I think TMZ actually started in 2005. Oh, okay. okay. And I met uh, the first guy named uh, Josh Levine. And I heard, like, they first, like, sent them these guys out with, like, boom mics and, like, you know, like, cords. They had no idea okay. what they were doing. Then 2007, they had, like, you know, the TV show. It was really in 2009 when it got on the map with uh, Michael Jackson's death. And then, like, you know, they were the first ones to uh, break the news. So then, like, you know, I kind of, like, I got there at its almost like Zenith. And then I saw the, you know, <laughs> I got yeah. to see the the change in the, yeah. you know. But hey, I wasn't really there for the, but, yeah, I was there, like, right before the five-year anniversary of their other launch. The other, uh, my other partner who started this podcast with me, uh, Karloff, he uh, was the one that got the shot through the uh, ambulance mm-hmm. window from the Michael Jackson shots. Okay, so fast forward a little bit. You you do get the job mm-hmm. at TMZ. What what did you do there? What how did it all work? Well, I got um I was training on days and like you, you know, were in the office. It's in the office. Well, no, I was on the, in the field. You were in the field. Okay, yeah, but you I, were just specifically for TMZ. You weren't yeah. you weren't out there as any kind of a freelancer or giving to anybody else. It was just for TMZ. Correct. Okay, and they gave you just a video camera. Old days, yeah, it was still like on mini DV tape. Okay, was, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay, kind yeah. of archaic. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> but it was a lot of, yeah. I mean, it was um, it was nerve wracking. My training, like you know, I was trained by this company man, and like you know, he was nice, nice guy. But like you know, kind of like I felt like I was in like he just reminded me of like a wannabe Denzel Washington from Training Day. Really? Yeah, but it was just like I, in, instead of like, hey man, like well, let's go like, get these narcs. It was just like, hey man, what what would you ask Marsha Cross I saw <laughs> at uh, at Whole Foods? I'm just like, I don't know. You want this job? You better know. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was an intense would, company man. He would, was a nice guy, but he was also like he had his nose so far up Harvey and Charles's ass that it was, was he a field guy before? Like he had done it before? Yeah, he was. Okay. No, he still is a field guy. They, okay, they moved him up to like the supervisor but he couldn't hack uh the micromanaging and just uh so he's back on the field okay okay um okay so so he'd take you out training do you remember your first the pr- I first do remember, well the first person was britney spears oh wow it was uh it was like september it was the hottest day on record in a long time okay and there were no celebrities out and basically lo- long story short we're driving everywhere on the west side and we just see a bunch of paparazzis um on montana street i can't remember the exact shop 
But then, like, you know, he's just like, hey, go check it out. Like, it, the, the paps told us it was Allison Hannigan. And then Jake's, uh, I mean, he told me, like, oh, go around <laughs> front. And then I, I looked around front, and I asked a tourist, like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, Britney Spears is in there. I'm like, okay, so it's Britney Spears. Anyway, so I asked her a question. It, it was past her, uh, you know, she was already on her 5150. Uh-huh. So you know, he, he just told me, oh, you know, this is, like, they're not going to use this, but you may as well, you know, break your cherry. Okay. So I did. I asked her a question. She didn't answer. She got in her car. Did she it. come out the back? She did. I was there that day. You were there that day? I was there oh, that day. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was there that day. Uh, I mean, we, we didn't know where she was going to come out of, but there was a lot of guys in front trying to get shots to the window, mm-hmm. and then a lot of guys waited in the back, and then they totally orchestrated the whole exit. For her, and she started out. It was like behind, like a little wall, right? And she kind of yeah. came up from from a little, like uh, you know, from behind the I don't know what you want to say, a little walkway up to the to the parking lot. And I remember that. I remember that. It's funny. I might I might even have footage of that. I know I have pictures of it. Well, if if you, I, yeah, if you can find any of me in the background, I'd love. Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Because I was just gonna say, if I could find the pictures, you know, that 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 goes pretty far back. But if I could find those pictures in the archive, I'll at least put them up on the on the on the uh, Instagram, uh, and Sept- I'll send you I'll send you something if I can have it. September twenty seventh, two thousand and ten. Wow, you remember the exact yeah. date? Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> I got a good memory for some things. I remember like the first people I shot. It was a- after that we shot like the Clippers, in uh, they were on like. Uh, Third Street Promenade. Okay. Uh, but uh, I only talked to DeAndre Jordan, I believe, and I uh-huh. just asked him, like, how the weather was up there. They okay. used that. Ah! They didn't use Britney Spears. They used That's that. funny. And then the next day, I got, like, Brett Harrelson, okay. Woody Harrelson's brother. Easy clip. That went on. I got Billy Baldwin, and it was so awkward. It was just because, like, you know, like, he wasn't into it, but he wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't hostile or yeah. anything. And I was just so green. And it was just like, uh, like at one, and the, um, the guy who was training me at one point, he's just like, hey. Just stop, you know, because <laughs> you just kept, you kept going. Yeah, yeah, because his car was taken. I actually, I because you know I was a valet. I recognized his car from Spago, but he was at Toscana in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I had a different trainer who wasn't as intense, and basically he just took me to Dancing with the Stars in the alley. And he's just like, you know, okay, you just sit here, just wait for them to come out and ask sure. questions. Yeah, yeah, and that was a lot easier. But then like Thursday, I got Rob Reiner, and I just hit him with a question about the old Richard Nixon tapes. Which was old news, but he had fun with it, and I knew, like, you know, and Harvey loves talking, like, you know, old politics and Nixon and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I was training days, but then one of the night guys got a DUI, so then they put me on nights, and uh, I just, I fit in there. Not at first, because I didn't like the whole kind of vampire schedule. Yeah, I mean, how's that different? I mean, I mean, I, I know in our business, or, you know, on my side, because I know what uh, a lot of the listeners don't understand, at least civilians don't understand, is, you know, there's a... There's all different breeds of paparazzi in this business. You know, you are, you were a video guy that would approach celebrities, what they call it, ambush. Yes. Ambush journalism, right? Ambush journalism, but like, you know, regurgitating the news or just getting filler material yeah. for the show. Yeah. And so, and, and I would just do pictures. You were mainly what? Beverly Hills and, uh, you know, like a kind of hot spot area. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My route in the beginning was this area in Beverly Hills yeah. at night. And then, uh, other like nightclubs yeah and uh what i my niche was the whole like comedy scene just because like the big comedians wouldn't really want to talk to us but like you know i would always approach them firsthand and like you know i was they knew me at the comedy store so i didn't like i never ambushed anybody there Mm -hmm. i would just ask and a lot of them would be okay with it and they would talk and then like you know just show up at improv got a lot of better people at it during that time and you know not huge names but you know kevin hart was coming up and uh, even people like Brian Callen, Chris D'Elia, they're like, you know, comedians that weren't like the, um, the Chris Rocks who yeah. didn't want to talk. But, yeah. like, you know, they, you know, 
a little bit more thirsty and like, you know, and we were still like, it was before Netflix and Hulu. So it was still when people actually had television and sure, so like, you know, sure. it was still a more viable source yeah. for, for publicity. Yeah. That's that, that. Yeah. And there's a huge difference there. Cause you know, when I'm just getting pictures, you know, it's, it's, I'm just, you know, I'm getting someone, you know, out and about doing their thing. I'm not talking to them. Usually, uh, I might say hello just to get a smile or, you know, an over the shoulder or something like that, but you actually speak to them, which I was never good at, you know, I, I know my offices would always ask me to go get, to get video, to ask questions. (laughs) I would do it every once in a while, but I would always get nervous. I would always stutter. And I think I would always come off not as friendly as like you guys were back then. Um, or even now, you know, where they expect, you know, something funny to say, or, uh, you know, a question, a funnier question or, you know, and like, like comedians, Mm -hmm. I would never shoot a comedian because they don't really sell. Maybe Kevin Hart will sell now, but like a Crystal Lee or something like that, they will not sell if you get a picture of them. Like maybe if they have a girlfriend or something like that. But, you know, you guys go out there, you guys can ask them questions because they might say something funny and, you know, mm-hmm. and that'll sell. So it's a, it's an entirely different kind of aspect to the business than what I do. I mean, I'm n- normally on productions, mm-hmm. um, but every once in a while I'll go drive around and I'll get people out on the street. So um, do you want to talk about how it's changed at TMZ at all? Um, uh, sure. cause I mean, I, I, at least from, from my point of view, they used to take my content a lot, uh, whether it was video, whether it was pictures, I used to sell to TMZ all the time. Um, and a lot of the times it would get on the TMZ on TV and, uh, they'd put it on the website. Um, and now I don't sell to them too much. I mean, I, they do buy some of my content when I get something really, really juicy, but hardly ever. I see a lot of sports stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's changed a lot, you know, since, uh, you know, 2010 at least. Oh yeah. I mean, like the whole celebrity industrial complex has changed though. With yeah. Just, uh, that's you true. Know, the mo- there aren't really any big movie stars anymore. And the ones that are, are just like old, older. And now it's like, you know, so, and like, you know, with the rise of these social media influencers. And so with TMZ, I mean, like I'm not really at liberty to say how they change, but it's obvious that they change to their demographic, mm-hmm. you know, whereas like, you know, it was, you know, started like, you know, as part of like <laughs> Time Warner AOL, like celebrity news, but like more gotcha journalism to like, you know, they wanted, you know, sound bites as opposed to names. But I mean, the landscape changed. When I started, there was still all the foreign money involved, like hiring paparazzis who maybe didn't really have that much skill. They weren't like, you know, the, the long lens shooters, but more just a video and just like, you know, so like, gangbangs they could just like you know shoot like five gangbangs a night and get like you know two hundred dollars like on salary mm-hmm. which is isn't bad for what you know sure yeah <laughs> work yeah so yeah when i started there was like it had to be at least like 200 paparazzi in the city at least more more yeah for sure in yeah 2010 i know like yeah the zenith was like 2007 but there was still like that money was still there and then i slowly started when i moved to from nights to days in like 2013 2014 that's when I noticed like the the changes where like oh, a lot of the paparazzi's were like complaining more about money that you see just people drop off they would like either become Uber drivers or just like leave Los Angeles. Yeah, I remember that. A lot of that. It was like a mass exodus. Yeah. And then I was stupid enough when I was let go a couple months like afterwards I was like, "Oh no, I'll give it a shot. I'll see if I can, you know, be a freelance paparazzo." And it did not work out. I was not <laughs> selling for shit. <laughs> I, I mean, and I tell like the people on my tours there's like five ways to make money now like a uh, new relationship, breakup, baby, 
tragedy, scandal. Yeah. But I had no t- like tips or that well where I sure. was getting, uh, sure. you know, new couples. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the best thing I think I sold was just, uh, and it wasn't even exclusive, but I was just at Andy Cohn's baby shower. And I just asked him some softball questions and it made on like extra or insider. Now, did you shoot at all the, uh, going freelance? Did you shoot like stills I as did. well? Okay. So what, what would you do? Just, just mainly stills, camera on top or stills and video. On okay. Top. Stills and video with video on top. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I tried to maximize what I got. Yeah. And then I did get like a, a pseudo staff job with this, um, I don't know if you talked about him before on your podcast. He has many nicknames, but like some of his nicknames are Goof Troop or uh, Sabretooth or Goofy <laughs> or uh, Hunky Mike Arnaldi or uh, what are some No, who is that? He submits through Getty. He's a nice guy, but he was just like full of lies and like, you know, he would lie through his tooth. Yeah, it didn't have like. Well, you know, that sounds full... normal. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, and then I, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And luckily I started uh, video editing more, but it was really, that's also when I got into giving tours. It kind of came from like my wife, um, her cousins were out, uh, you know, and I wanted to entertain them. So I said, hey, let's uh, walk around and see if we see some celebrities. Sure. And we did. We even, um, even well, one time we were out in, Pacific Palisades by uh, Giorgio Baldi. And, uh, you know, we were at the Roadhouse, and I said, hey, well, I can go show you guys uh, where I used to sit out front of and <laughs> wait. And there we saw Larry David. And, oh, sweet. Like, you know, didn't bother him, but it was just Local, like, local guy. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, that's Larry David. <laughs> and, see, and, those are cool people. Those are cool people to see. Those are cool people to talk to. In my line of this, they don't sell. You know, Larry oh, yeah. David, I get a picture of Larry David, won't sell. You know, I mean, you would think he would. You you get a picture of Al Pacino these days. Won't sell. You know, uh, it's it's strange how the business has changed like that. Um, and and the different aspects of the business. Like I was saying, I don't know you. You know, I've probably seen you a bunch of times around. We never met, but we're always working so close to each other. I mean, I'm around here all the time. You're here all the time, <clears throat> especially the the day guys versus the night guys. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know any night guys. Whenever I talk to general public or just friends or people that I just meet and they find out what I do, you know, it's always the question, oh, do you work for TMZ? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I sell to TMZ, um, especially in the early days. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, it was always, oh, do you, do you work for TMZ? Do you work for TMZ? No, they're a different kind of animal. You know, I do this, I do this, I do this. They do that, they do that. Oh, do you sit out in front of, um, you know, uh, 
uh, Spago, you know, or mm. do you sit out in front of Craig's, you know? No, I don't. I don't work at night. I don't, I don't do anything like, oh, well then you must, um, you must do, uh, you know, like, uh, red carpet stuff, red carpet. No, I don't do red carpet stuff. Yeah. So there's all different aspects of the Pavarazzi business. There's me, uh, there, you know, productions, street sometimes. There's you, mm-hmm. um, out there getting video pictures, uh, around Beverly Hills where celebrities expect to get shot or expect to get interviewed or, you know, to see paparazzi all the time. You're there. Then there's the red carpet guys that are only red carpet guys. Pretty much. They don't get out in the streets and do too much. And then there's, you know, the night guys that are hanging out in front of the clubs and, and, and hanging out in front of the bars and stuff for when the celebrities come out to get those stumbling shots or to get those stumbling interviews Mm -hmm. or something like that after dinner. Um, so there's, you know, three or four aspects right there that, that, uh, the general public doesn't really understand that I kind of wanted to, you know, relay that in this interview here. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There are definitely, uh, I mean, I tell my tourists how, like, you know, the first, like, well-known paparazzo was Ron Galea. Uh-huh. It was just like, you know, Jackie Onassis and he got a restraining order, but he was also like, I mean, he was Andy Warhol's like, you know, favorite, um, like artist, he yeah. loved, you know, he loved, and like, you know, I know Marlon Brando punched him, but they made up, <laughs> but then, uh, pivoting to video, the first, uh, video guy that really of note is E.L. Woody, I th- that I think, that I know of. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure who he is. E.L. Woody, uh, he had a show on E, um, back in the early 2000s. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I know. And, and then, so he's had his own crew. He had, um, I don't know if you knew Henry or there were some other guys. And then what happened was. You know, it only lasted, like, two seasons. I guess, like, you know, the, it clashed with, like, other shows on E! Where they're just like, we don't like the way you're ambushing, like, these celebrities. We don't want to, you know, it's a, it's a conflict of interest. Sure, yeah. And then uh, TMZ happened. And, like, you know, E.L. was always very um, bitter <laughs> towards it. I was uh, at his uh, wake, and uh, it was interesting to see just, like, you know, his archive. Because, like, it was back in the 90s, and I see that... Uh, that these people were like, you know, Johnny Depp and other people that like, you know, I never was able to interview were actually talking and, sure. like, you know, and you could approach them back in these days. So sure. it's just like, you know, different time. Uh, so, so tell me about the paparazzi safari. Well, it's interesting. I like, you know, when in the post TMZ, when I was like, you know, freelance, I was foolishly kind of trying to start a kind of a satire slash reality show about paparazzis. And nobody was biting. And I think a lot of this happened just because so many past paparazzis just left a bad taste in production's mouth. Mm-hmm. And just also just a conflict of interest. We don't want, like, you know, our stars on other shows being harassed or, you know, if that's right or wrong. But, like, you know, the one being harassed by, you know, uh, a production that was under the same umbrella. And for some reason, every time the media interviewed a paparazzi, they would always be like the, just the lowest class of them. Yeah, like exactly. Clowns. The guys that you, you should be like carnival barkers or, uh-huh. you know, and so that was just their inception of it. But then I pivoted into giving tours and now there are other people that were giving tours as well. What I did different was like some of these tours, it was just like, you know, driving around with paparazzis and it was like, you know, more expensive. And whereas I wanted it to be a little bit more, price friendly and I also wanted it to be eco friendly mm-hmm. because I didn't want the liability of driving tourists around. And I also like, you know, I wanted to do it in an area like Beverly Hills in West Hollywood, where it really is an open area, where it's not um where if like, you know, a celebrity is spotted, they're not gonna you know, it's not like I'm going up in their neighborhood in the Palisades or in Silver sure. Lake yeah. or Los Feliz yeah. where they're just walking their dog. 
they're in Beverly Hills. There's a certain, um, you know, especially in this district, it's yeah. not, a, you know, you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's expected. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. expected. Now, you still get some some jerks that, like, like James Franco, <laughs> I remember, like, one of my tourists, like, you know, made eyes with him, uh, and she was, like, smiling, and he was not, did not return the smile. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Franco. Yeah, he's not, he's not too nice. He's uh, not very most, nice. Most of, the, most of the time. Well, it's just like, hey, if you didn't want to be spotted, it's just like, why are you in the just ground zero of the paparazzi? Well, that's always the question, right? You yeah. know, they they always want to be spotted. They just, you know, they, there's plenty of places they can hang out, hang out around L.A. Mm-hmm. and not be photographed, but then they go to the places that they're most photographed. But that that's a good idea because who wants to be driving around in L.A. traffic, really, as well? <laughs> you know, I mean, a few years ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe not. It, it could have been a little bit better to drive around, but... Who wants to be cooped up in a car, especially with a pap, <laughs> and uh, and be just stuck in traffic? I mean, you don't really see too much. You can get around more, but no, it's perfect. Oh yeah, and then the, those van tours and the, like the double decker tours. Yeah, when you do see somebody, they might wave at you. Whereas on Paparazzi Safari, you're walking, you have a larger chance of interaction. Exactly. Exactly. Now, um, I'll talk about it a little bit more. I I mean, I, and I'm still working Paparazzi Safari out. How many uh, years in is it? Started October of 2018, so okay. like, well, a year and a half almost. All right. And, like, you know, it's still evolving. It's still, like, you know, structure-wise, like, I'm not the best at doing an elevator pitch. Sure. <laughs> so, and, um, you know, at first I was, like, almost, like, promoting it. as like, hey, you want to get a selfie with a celebrity? But then I realized, like, I don't want the people that expect to get, to expect to get, like, a selfie with celebrities. Because I just don't like those people. Whereas, like, you know, when they're in a good mood and, and they, like, you know, we saw Henry Winkler this month and he, you know, he got, they got a selfie with the Fonz and they sure, loved it. And, yeah. Uh, but Henry Winkler doesn't mind. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not against uh, self celebrity selfies, but I'm not promoting that this, that the, this tour is. That. Yeah. You're not this, saying run up to people when you see them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This tour is more <laughs> safari. You don't run up to, you don't run up to a wild, uh, t- like lion when you're on safari and try and take a picture with it. You, you know, you take pictures you mean, of it by uh, far. AKA far James away. Franco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like, we seen Alec Baldwin and Sean Penn. I'm, telling, I'm like, no, 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 no. We, like, you know, we stay on the other side of the street. Like, well, I mean, that's interesting. Let me ask you because uh, that brings up a little qu- a question, I guess, is, you know, you're you're doing a tour, right? Let's say a TMZ tour bus, right? Drives by, they see Alec Baldwin down there and everybody goes, oh, hey, Alec Baldwin, right? And he'll wave, right? Maybe. With one finger. Yeah, maybe, maybe, whatever, you know, but, but I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to flick up. There they go right there, TMZ, they just went by. Um, does he do that? Does he flick off like the buses? People? He doesn't do that, no, does he? Not, not that no, no, okay. So, you know, you're doing a tour, right? You're walking around with a bunch of people. I mean, excluding the fact that you're in an iron or not in an iron box with wheels, you're still doing the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So how, how are the reactions when, when, when your group, I mean, how many are in a group usually like on an average? Two to four. Two to four. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually a small group. So it's not like a really big group, but your group, you know, sees somebody and, you know, and kind of goes, Hey, or something. And. What kind of reactions are you getting from the celebs usually? Um, do you carry a camera real quick? Oh, no, yeah, I do carry a okay, camera. Okay, you carry a camera. And I do submit sometimes. Like, I did get a picture of Alec Baldwin with his family on that tour when I was on that tour. And, okay. um, uh, and I actually made a sale. And do you want to know how much it was for? Alec Baldwin? And with his family. Oh, with his family? Not exclusive. No, uh, not exclusive? Um, I'm going to say uh, 750 
That's about double what I made. Okay. So yeah, close though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not seven hundred fifty dollars. Seven dollars. No, yeah, yeah. No, I made like about like four dollars and fifty cents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's just right. like, why did I risk my life for, for or or getting punched for four dollars and fifty cents? Yeah, like Eddie Murphy, who's like a little bit more famous than most of the people we see. We don't see him every day. The tourists were excited. They didn't get a picture with him, but like they were just excited to see him and sure. to see like you know the kind of like the mini gangbang of Paps and like and other fans like kind of like you know surrounding him. And he's you know he stopped for a minute, talked. He was with um, Jeffrey Katzenberg. He like, gave okay. him a hug, and then he just like gave you know gave up uh, TMZ a soundbite and like you know waved everybody, and then got in his car and left. Okay, so you know he wasn't upset. He knows he's a celebrity. Um, the, uh, people like um, that we see more often, like Real Housewives, they don't mind it. They like it. They love it. Um, Muhammad Hadid. Before he was like you know filed for bankruptcy, he was always like a little bit more friendly. Okay, now he's still out there almost all the time. Really, like, you know, yeah, but uh, like you know, it's, it depends. Like some people don't know who he is. Some people get a little excited. Uh, I mean, he definitely admires the uh, the fame. Well, who else? Uh, when they find out that it's Bella Hadid's uh, dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get excited when I point out people like that's Josh Gabor's uh, widowed husband, Prince von Anhalt. Prince von Anhalt. Like, yeah. Who's that? And I give them a history of like in 1980, uh, a con, a German con artist came to America with nothing more than like about a couple thousand dollars in a dream, and he rented a huge Rolls Royce and a driver. Crashed a party, met Jaja Gabor, and the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah, and now he still drives that same Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so when you're out there, you know, with with your group, <clears throat> if there's a big celebrity around, obviously you're going to be there's going to be other Paps around, right? And you're Correct. kind of in the mix of the whole experience, right? Mm -hmm. People probably love that of being in that mix, right? Yeah. Now your tours go Beverly Hills, and you said West Hollywood or West, West Hollywood at night. At night, okay. okay. How does that work? Oh, it's good. We start at Craig's, and um, I take him, like, walk him by the Troubadour, Dantana's, and I walk him all the way down Robertson, and, like, you know, past the Abbey, all the way to the Ivy, and then go back on Melrose and, like, see um, Catch, and then basically go back to Craig's. Because Craig's is, like, fishing with dynamite. You'll see somebody. I mean, it might just be, like, Joan Collins or uh, Diane Warren or somebody, you know, but, like, you know, you're sure to get every night there's some celebrity or pseudo celebrity sure Craig's. how late do you usually stay out for that something like that well the once the hour and a half is done I'm oh it's an hour and a half yeah okay hour and a half okay once that's uh, unless there's like uh, somebody really good inside i don't wait <laughs> you know but i you know i, I, I let the tourists so most of the times they 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 vibe with the other paparazzi there and the other like you know graphers and stuff like that okay sometimes they don't you never know it's a personality thing sure but, uh, you know, they're welcome to stay. Craig's is, you know, it's a free country. They can stay. Yeah. They, like, yeah. Once it's all done, they're, they want to see somebody. They're yeah. going to see somebody. But like, you know, once the hour and a half is done, like, you know, I got to get up in the morning and like, I, yeah. I still have flashbacks of having to like, you know, stay at Craig's all night. Uh huh. So it's just like, you know, when, as soon as I can get out of there, I'm out. Yeah. Daytime. I'm a little bit, uh, it's just like, I like how vibrant it is. I like, I like the sunshine. I like just, uh. There's more walking during the daytime tours than nighttime tours. And there's more like a, like on nighttime tours, I'll be honest, like we only see people at Craig's. There might be another, you know, we'll, we'll probably see somebody at uh, the Ivy one of these nights and, and uh, you know, different parties. But, um, you know, the sure, surefire shots is see them at Craig's. But you don't want to park them at Craig's all night. It's boring. Yeah. Like there was one time I, we had we parked at Craig's, would have seen 
Pat Sajak and Vanna White uh, exiting, but they were just happy. And like the other paps showed us the pictures of them. Like we got there like five minutes too late, but like, you know, they want to see, they, you know, they want to get some, they want to do some stepping. Sure. Like, you know, do the experience in real time. Sure. And so also like, yeah, at, during the daytime, I have more tipsters that will tell us like, you know, so-and-so's here. And that's part of the fun. Like, even if we miss them, I go one time we got a tip that um, Latoya Jackson was at the uh, nail salon. We're like all the way uh, on Cannon. And like, you know, so we're like walking as fast. As, uh, you know, I, I go at their pace. <laughs> but we were doing, you know, we got, I broke a Step sweat. Step it up, people! <laughs> broke a sweat. And like, you know, I didn't even take any pictures, but they got the selfie with LaToya. And that made their, you know, it was a, um, a father and he had like, you know, two daughters. And there was like another person on the tour. That made that, like, you know, those kids' day. And that made, the, you know, dad had something they, you know, had forever. There another time, the tip on Victoria Beckham and didn't make it in time. Oh. Yeah, you always want to make that Victoria Beckham one. Yeah, well, I, see, I was different, though. In my, like, days, I was just, like, I didn't care about David Beckham because, like, you know, I was, like, worried he would run me over. It was just <laughs> going to be a car shot. And, I, you know, for me, it was just, like, I, I make the same money if I got uh, Pauly Shore, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, right? Well, I mean, Beckham, yeah, you never know what he's, he's going to do. We've talked about him in uh, some past podcasts. Um, I enjoyed your podcast about Cabo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Cabo pocket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they would send us sometimes, uh, like, for TMZ, they would send us, like, you know, different locations, but nothing as fun as that. Yeah. those Well, those are the days when you, you could actually go. Uh, now oh, yeah. now they just have people stationed everywhere, so no one really travels anymore. I, I, I see your Instagram. What's um, It's good to see that paparazzis are still making money if you're actually like, good at your job. Is it Has it gone full circle for you? Like, are you actually, or is it like, is it more difficult? Yeah. I mean, I don't work as much as I used to just because my wife is working more full time now. Mm -hmm. Um, she's got a job where she, she has to put in a lot more hours. So I'm more part time. I mean, I'm still working a lot, but I put in a little more part time work. And so I have, I kind of have to make it count, but I do have a lot of good information coming out of, uh, of production. Oh, so yeah. I'm I'm really tapping the new uh, new production coming out and really just you know nailing spoilers and stuff just on set. Um, Did you get the one of Emmy Rossum as Angeline? No, I didn't get that one. I had the info on that one, but I also heard that a bunch of guys had info on oh, it yeah, too. So, so it's a huge non-exclusive. Um, I saw a guy got it in Malibu over the weekend, and he got it exclusive. And those are pretty good shots of her in a bikini. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what they're doing with that makeup. Oh yeah, on, on her. You know, I like I mean? the fake cleavage too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just the, the the whole makeup they're doing with that, and to be able to for Emmy Rossum to pull off what's her name, Angeline, 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 yeah. for Emmy Rossum to pull off Angeline in a bikini, that's some serious makeup work. You know, I hope that makeup crew wins. You know, an Academy Award for makeup when that <laughs> thing comes out. But yeah, no, um, I mean the stuff I've been working on lately, I've got. Um, I got all the last stuff of Modern Family. Modern Family was kind of my baby, you know, for like a decade. For, right? Yeah, for all the years, and they just ended. So I got all their last stuff. Um, what else did I get recently? So where do you see the paparazzi industry in ten years? Oh, God, uh, I don't see it. Oh, I got uh, Will Smith as uh, he's playing Richard Williams. Serena Williams and Venus Williams' dad. Oh, okay. They're doing a movie about when they grew up. And their dad and, and being the coach, yeah. Well, yeah, they're filming it in Compton and Watts, nice. and I was in deep Watts getting these uh, getting these shots of him. And he actually, I put it on the Instagram. The, uh, ice cream truck came by, 
I was just hidden in my car trying to get shots of him because Will Smith is when, when Will Smith is on set, it's kind of a big security mess, you yeah. know, but they were doing a scene that was very public in that neighborhood and they felt real comfortable with the neighborhood they were in, you know? So I was getting some shots of him, a ice cream truck pulled by. He stopped the ice cream truck in the middle of the scene basically and took everybody over to get some ice cream. And I wandered over at, and went live on my Instagram and just kind of walked over and was just filming it. And he's like, Hey, you want some ice cream too? He didn't know who I was. He thought I was like some person yeah. or some crew guy, you know, or whatever. But he's like, you want some ice cream too? And I said, no. What? <laughs> who says no? Who says no to Will, Will Smith, Smith buying ice you ice cream? Like who says no? Right. That was just my natural reaction. Why? I don't know. But I said no. Um, but like stuff like that, but as you know, back to the paparazzi business. I mean, I've always said that the paparazzi business is ending. I don't see how it can end because people are always going to be interested to see celebrities. Mm -hmm. You know, they're always going to be interested in blogs and, you know, seeing celebrities, uh, you know, uh, out and about, you know, in their, in their natural habitat. And my conversation in the last podcast with Giles, he's saying, you just got to work smarter, not harder, you know? Mm -hmm. And he keeps on talking about how the, the money's good. The money's good. Um, the, the one thing I brought up with him and what I notice is, how we get paid. That's what's the big difference in the, in the business now is the way we get paid online, specifically monetized pictures. Everything on the internet is monetized now, right? Mm -hmm. Practically everything is monetized. You put up a YouTube video, you monetize it. A million people view it. You get paid for the, for that million people that view your, your, and people are making a living off of it, right? Our pictures get sold. They go up on, let's say a just Jared, Right. Mm -hmm. Just Jared buys a picture for seven dollars and fifty cents, you know, on a subscription and that generates five million clicks. Well, his advertising revenue goes up when he gets that picture for five million clicks. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He gets paid more when there's more traffic on his site due to our pictures. Right. The way they've paid for our pictures hasn't changed since day one. When all these blogs started, when, when Perez Hilton started and all that. They just pay flat rate for pictures. Well, if we knew how the business was going to change over over time, uh, at least how the blogs were going to be making their money in, in the advertising and traffic on their sites, maybe we would have negotiated it a little different where we wouldn't be able to monetize pictures. But now we're just we're in a in a place where, you know, all the all the clients dictate the prices to us. You know, they say, OK, we're, you know, uh you want 500 bucks for that picture? Well, you know, I think that, uh, uh, 250 sounds better. You know, 70 daily mail is 75 bucks a picture, 400 for the set, right? Yeah. Period. Even on exclusives, you know, how did that get negotiated? Like, how did that, how did that happen? Do you walk into a steakhouse and go, yeah, uh, I like your hundred dollar, uh, steak here. It's great, but I want to pay 35 for it. So is that cool? No, they toss your ass out, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, how this happened, I don't know. And uh, everybody needs to go back to the drawing board and rethink the way this happens because there's still plenty of money to be had in the business as long as we're smart about it and we get paid what I think we should get paid for it, you know? Because if you do the numbers, if you crunch the numbers and you do, and you crunch the data on how much traffic our pictures produce for certain websites, how much ad revenue they get for that traffic mm -hmm. and what they pay for our pictures as opposed to what they get paid for the traffic that our pictures create. There's a huge number there that 
you know, Daily Mail, Just Jared. I mean, look at Just Jared. If you look on his Instagram, I mean, the guy's a multimillionaire. You know, he started basically with nothing and he's a multimillionaire. He's friends with all the celebrities, right? He throws the celebrity parties that, uh, for all the celebrities that hate us, mm-hmm. but he's the one who buys our pictures from us. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange business that way. You it's know? a very odd circle of exploitation, but like the people that aren't getting exploited are like just the multimillionaires who yeah, are, yeah. of course, you know, and <laughs> yeah. we're the ones suffering for it mm-hmm. when we're the ones providing all the content, yeah. you know, and yeah. Tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Intrusive paparazzi, uh, you know, I call them savages. The savages out there that are, that are you know, intruding on people's privacy, getting scandalous pictures in, let's say, almost illegal ways. Oh, yeah. I get it. Be upset about it. Bitch about it, you know. I get it. I don't really do that, you know. Every once in a while, if I come across something and I can get that, I will shoot it. But I'm, that's not my nature. That's not me. So don't throw me in that category with those other kind of paps, you know. Yeah. Did um, you ever hear the story about Coco at Megan Fox's house? And do you remember? Do you know who Coco is? Uh, th- I think there's two Cocos in the business. Are we talking about French Coco? No, we're talking about Armenian. Armenian Coco. Yeah. See, that's a different Coco. Yeah. Um, I heard about that, but you tell the story. <laughs> See, I didn't know if it was fact or fiction, but I like to believe it because it's such a vivid story. He's just like, it's a very heavy set Armenian paparazzo who was always smoking cigarettes and just doorstep, but he would always fall asleep in his car. Long story short, he felt he, door, he was doorstepping Megan Fox and he really had to go number two. So he did number two in her backyard. <laughs> and now I don't know if she saw it, but I like to picture that for some from reason she was peeking out the back window and saw this just large obese paparazzi wow. uh, doing nature's business. <laughs> but yeah, luckily, like, yeah, there, was, there was a time where it was a lot like him, where it was like a mixture of lazy and intrusive at the same time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, I think I remember him being that all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this business, sometimes, you know, you're sitting on a doorstep for a long time. You have to, you have to do some business, you know, but you really got to just, you know, start up your car and leave and, you know, expect maybe that they're going to come out while you're gone. But yeah, as far as, uh, you know, illegal, um, uh, trespassing to go take a number two in someone's backyard. (laughs) I mean, let alone Megan Fox's backyard. Anybody's backyard would be bad. Even right here in Beverly Hills where we are, the Beverly Hills studio. If I were to walk out here and, you know, take a crap out in the city, that wouldn't be good, right? No. No, you get arrested. You get, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so guys like that, you know, make us look bad, you know, make the rest of us look bad. Us nice guys. Cause we are nice guys. A lot of us are nice guys. We're just, you know, we're just in a business where they don't like us. I, you know what I like to do? I like to compare us. I did this the other day. I like to compare us to meter mates. Oh, or, yeah. or yeah. parking enforcement, right? Because there needs to be parking enforcement. There needs to be parking enforcement. It needs to happen. It generates revenue for the city, right? Mm-hmm. And people need to mine their times on their meters. I mean, this is the reason why it's here. Everybody hates 
a, a parking enforcement. Everybody hates them. Nobody likes them, especially when they're giving them tickets. They despise them. They'll argue with them. They yell at them. They spit on them. <laughs> it happens to them all the time. And and I think their psyche gets a little, you know, twisted because of it, because getting abused all day oh, and, yeah. and all that stuff. But they do generate revenue for the city. And they it, that revenue does good for the city, hopefully. So I like to consider, and like police, I like to consider us similar to police. You like the police when they're there to protect you, when you call them and they're there to, you know, come to your aid. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hate them when they're pulling you over and you're getting the things. Same thing with us. You like us when you go on a daily mail and you look at our stories that we, that we create. You, when you go out to buy magazines, us weekly people magazines, stuff like that. Uh, but you hate us when, you know, you think that we're being intrusive out in the streets, you know, and yeah, or you want to be a hero when we're outside a restaurant. Sometimes, uh, I've actually talked about, um, Paparazzi Safari is similar to like a police ride along. If a, if a policeman's job was to take pictures and videos of celebrities and regurgitate the news, mm-hmm. but I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's well, always good. I like the um, Paparazzi Safari isn't just about taking pictures of celebrities and like and following a paparazzi in real time. It's also a little history of pop culture and a history of like the paparazzi industry and also a history of Beverly Hills. I can tell you about the old school celebrities, about how like, you know, Mary Pickford pretty much started this town and was able to like, or was able to keep its independence from Los Angeles in uh, 1925. And it was like the first time celebrities used their clout for their own cause. Because like in the build up to World War One, they used uh, Mary Pickford and Charlie Chaplin, Douglas Fairbanks to sell war bonds. And they saw, whoa, the, like people are buying these war bonds because they know who these, this new, these newfound stars. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, 1925 is the first time they used that stardom for their own political cause, which was to keep Beverly Hills separate from Los Angeles. So also to keep the, you know, the LAPD was already corrupt. It was like back in the days where there was still livestock and like in Los Angeles, you couldn't shoot a gun, uh, like, you know, in an open space, but in Beverly Hills, you could. Hmm, interesting. And also, they had the sheriff like under their thumb, so they could have these wild orgies without, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, and that's cool, and and th- and that's what I like about you, uh, and let's say Giles and myself. You know, we're guys that appreciate Hollywood. You know, I grew up loving Hollywood, really interested in the whole back end of it. Before I was doing this, you know, I had a lot of friends that were around Hollywood, and I would party with a lot of the celebrities and stuff. And, you know, I was always interested in pop culture and celebrity culture and stuff like that. And I have a respect for it as an entertainment to us all, you know, everything else that comes with it. It's a different story, but you know, you having your history and knowing history. Um, I think we're kind of a, a breed of our business. That's that kind of should be there, you know, because we're the ones that see it for what it is and kind of shoot it and relay it to people in a way that's respectful, you know, and appreciative of what this business is, you know, and what this business does. Oh, you know, I, I still get a kick out of when I see like some of the living legends like Warren Beatty and uh, Sidney Poitier and yeah. like, even uh, Larry King, who's like not a movie star, but he's just like more for us, you know, journalism and just yeah. like, you know, he's a star in his own right. Yeah. And, um, so uh, like James Caan and like, you know, like I know uh, Kirk Douglas passed away recently but i remember seeing him all the time in like ernest borgnine and it, it's sad to see like some of the legends go but you know such as life but like you know like joan rivers was the nicest to us and she was the one person that was always on always and you don't always have to be on i know people are human but she was always on. always on yeah and that was just amazing especially with you know i was you know still working at tmz at the time 
I was actually the last person to get Richard Simmons on video. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's sad to see that there are less, uh, like, I would love if he was still active because he was always great with tourists and he never minded. Uh, but I would see it, like, towards the end, he was always crying in public. And I think he just, like, he he was, did for 40 years in the public eye mm-hmm. and he just wanted to escape. And then, of course, then the media wanted <laughs> all stories about him, and like you know, they want they're hounding his house over, you know, yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you could have gotten him <laughs> for the past four exactly, years, right? Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that too. I, you know, the, 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 the dying Hollywood right now, or the, or let's say the aging Hollywood right now. Um, it's a shame because Hollywood is not going to be the same once, you know, once all these, you know, old school golden kind of age celebrities are, are all gone. This is, you know, it's going to be a totally different game out here. It's already starting to be. Oh, yeah. And I can't keep up with like the flavor of the month, the the, the SoundCloud rappers, the TikTokers. The, yeah, I don't, just like, I don't even know who those are. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody. someone said, said that to me the other day. Oh, uh, what, 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 are you, what are you guys waiting for? You know, because there was, you know, somebody coming out of a shop. Oh uh, yeah, some TikToker. I'm like, oh my god, really? We're 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 on to TikTokers now. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, you know, we're we're a we're a different breed of, of of paparazzi as well. Where you know, I think maybe some new guys need to come in to cover just that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? You're a you're a YouTube and TikToker pap. You know, I know one. It's uh, the Hollywood <laughs> Fix. Nice guy, but like you know, that's his bread and butter. It's oh really? Like yeah. Influences. Okay. So there is yeah. that already. <laughs> he was, yeah, but he found a way to monetize it. So I mean, good for him. Yeah. Like, you know, he couldn't. Uh, and he still paps and like you know submits, but it's just uh, it's, that's his 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 brand. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> good for him. Well, I can't. I can't keep up with their names though. It's yeah. Just, no, I can't. It's, just, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough. It confuses me every I'm day. I'm too old. I'm yeah. Too, like, me, me too. Me too. So is there anything else you want to you want to you want to talk about? Anything else you want to cover at all? Is there anything on your mind? Uh, coronavirus, man, I'm a little nervous about this. Oh right? yeah, yeah, this no, gonna... always, always the take on the coronavirus. We well, have, we have to talk about that. Well, we got to talk about it, like for um for tourism, like you know, is it gonna? And right now, it's like off season for tourism. So I guess I just want to talk about uh, Paparazzi Safari a little bit more. Sure. And it's on like you know Airbnb, and I'm working on a partnership with a sightseeing pass to so get more people on those hop on hop off buses. And I'm thinking about doing a little bit more guerrilla marketing. To tell you the truth, because like you know, this is a tour. It's very special. Everybody that's done it, I would say like ninety percent of the people have a great time. And um, there are so many potential tourists, and I just want to give the more opportunities. I already got um, when I started. Uh, like you know, even though there were tours beforehand, I saw this one guy <laughs> um, started uh, tours on Airbnb. But instead of uh, comp- competing, I was just like, hey, let's just do it together. And then so I would outsource tours because like you know, I had to keep my other like day jobs. Sure. I couldn't make out the tours, and it was uh, it was good. It was it's good to bring people together as opposed to like you know, fighting. Yeah, absolutely. But like you know, I, I've noticed like you know a lot of the tours originate in Hollywood and Highland, but like I want nothing to do with that area of Hollywood. But I might do a little bit if I had more time. I would definitely do some more guerrilla marketing there, just to see if you know to get some more tourists off the street. Mm-hmm. But then there's a the whole like you know problem of like you know booking it. That's what what I love about Airbnb is they take care. I don't have to chase people around for the money. And, uh, but, uh, you know, the, um, I might actually do more guerrilla marketing right here in Beverly Hills at the Lily Pond. Sure, yeah. Where people are meeting. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's always a crowd here. Or over at the uh, the pink wall. Oh, where the hop on, hop off? Or, oh, no, the, the pink wall over picture. there. Yeah. There's just so many people always over there. You, <laughs> I guarantee you can nail people over there. Yeah, but I might have to get a, a flag and a couple more, uh, sure. get a little bit more creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think the coronavirus is definitely going to affect things. I mean, some people are saying that it's that it's just like the flu, that it's actually going to go away for a little while, but then it's going to come back next season, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just 
like the flu, you know, it, it, it has a season. Um, I'm not sure if that's true or not. But, uh, you know, I keep thinking about that, too. I mean, everybody, obviously, it's going to affect everybody's business if it ever strikes down here. You know, restaurants, everything. No one's going to want to go do anything. Uh, it's productions. I mean, I, you know, are oh, they yeah. going to shoot movies? And also, I mean, we're going to be all locked in our homes watching movies, right? That's all we're going to be doing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm afraid of it. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's, uh, it's a thing that I think about every single day, especially when you're checking on your, you know, to see where your pictures are going. And all you see is, you know, the next count, the next count, coronavirus, this, that, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, from what I know of it, it's, it's, it's a flu. The, the people it's killing are older people with health problems, stuff like that. It's not really killing normal people that have healthy immune systems. Um, so people shouldn't be that afraid of it, but, um, they need to get a vaccine going, but I can't stress to everybody else. This is the time where, and I put it up on the, on our Instagram the other day. Um, let's buy less, let's consume less. Let's fly less. Let's travel less. You know, the, all this stuff has been polluting our world. This is nature's way of saying just, just stop, you guys. Just stop, <laughs> everybody. Right. Stop re- reproducing. Stop. You know, let's just, let's just get back to basics. You know, so uh, you know, spend more time at home. Spend more time with your family. You know, stop consuming so much. NASA did a, a, a satellite image of the pollution over China now versus uh, the beginning of the month. It's gone. I don't know if you've ever seen the pollution over over China. The pollution over China is always the worst pollution you've ever seen. You know, it's, it's just destroying everything all around there, the environment, everything. And it's completely clear right now. So if that doesn't tell you anything, you know, the silver lining in this whole thing, you know, let's just all stop consuming so much. And, you know, maybe this thing can slow down and we can get a handle on it, you know, but everybody's out. No one will go stay home. Everybody has to keep going. Everybody has to keep flying. And that's how this shit spreads, you know? So just if you don't have to go, if you don't have to go out and practice hygiene, you know, practice good hygiene. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands, people, you know. Don't take your phone to the bathroom. Don't take your phone to the bathroom. Just practice good hygiene. We should be doing that anyway. Don't wear hand sanitizer all the time because that's going to ruin all the, you know, all the, the germs on your hands that actually kill germs. But, you know, just wash your hands. Wash your hands after you've touched things that everybody else is touching. It's pretty simple. It's pretty easy, I think. If you get it, I'm sorry. You know, hope you make it through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if, uh, you know, if you're healthy, please come out to Los Angeles and please book a tour on Paparazzi Yeah, Safari. Yeah, give yourself your, your last plug here and uh, of, of how they can get a hold of you. Well, you can get a hold of me at www.paparazzisafari. That just links to the uh, Airbnb page. But you can also get a hold of me on Instagram at papsafari. If you want to just email me, papsafari at gmail.com. P-A-P, safari, S-A-F. A-R-I. Make it easy for you guys. It's a fun time. Awesome, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a unique tour. It's a little slice of uh, behind the sea, uh, behind the lens of ambush journalism, friendly ambush journalism. Yeah, no, it's a unique idea, and I know a lot of paps have, have tried to come up with ideas to, to kind of portray this business to the public and stuff, and I think yours is uh, it's definitely a good one to do. So, um, well, it was nice talking to you. Same. Um, and, uh, you know... Feel free to uh, come back on and talk about anything else. You know, we we covered all this business stuff, but I'd like to sit down and talk to you just, you know, on a normal basis about celeb celebrity news and stuff like that. I'm sure you got some some stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I'd love to talk, talk to you about just um the habitat, like how it changed. You were around before TMZ. I, like I'd love to go into more about like, your thoughts on like, yeah. how that like you know changed the habitat and just like I mean the, obviously the public's perception. It's changed, just, like, it's changed a lot. Changed a lot. Yeah, it's it's changed a lot. Definitely for sure. But yeah, we'll get into that next time. But uh, once again, thanks, Jeremy, for coming on. And uh, 
if anybody out there was offended on this episode, we do apologize. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to get to go visit the uh, the paparazzi safari. At least check it out. If you're not coming out to L.A., at least check it out. Maybe just shoot them a line and uh, and and spark up a conversation on Instagram uh, if you're interested at all. Um, I guess that's it. We'll Sweet. knock this one on the head. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Uh, take care, everybody. Be well. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to visit the Instagram. German con artist came to America with nothing more than like about a couple thousand dollars in a dream. And he rented a huge Rolls Royce and a driver, crashed a party, met Jaja Gabor, and the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah. And now he still drives that same Rolls Royce. <laughs> oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.